Hello everybody and welcome to part 2 of Resident Evil 2, the remake, not the original. I would say something funny here, but frankly I'm tired. Dead tired. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my fucking god, did that really happen? Shut up! <laughs> Alright, so joining me in part two are the same knobheads that joined me in part one. You really don't need to know their name, they'll be fired soon. But I guess for HR purposes, we have Mike. Don't open that door. Luke. Resident. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh my god. Evil. Alright. And then there was we a have door opening in between. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig. Herbs, <laughs> Philip. No, you know, you know, you know what? You know what? I hate you all. Anyway, I didn't know what a botanist was until I played Resident Evil. It's a gin. Um, <laughs> do you know what I've discovered in the break? Uh, so, about three hundred years ago, when we built your country, Dave, <laughs> we didn't pronounce herbs with the H. So we started not pronounce it with an H, left you with it and then stole the H back. So things oh. like our, what our is it? Or your honour. It's all That's H's a good point. without the H being pronounced. It's a, it's a traditional English thing that somehow herb came back into fashion. Um, even in the 1930s or something like that. 1920s, 1930s. So wait, would the Queen be more proud of us or you guys? I'm not sure. In, in written English, pre-1920, you would say an herb. Now you say a herb. Huh? Ah, Dave, can I ask well, you a you. question? The, the wrestler, um, you know the guy that the long hair, he's in the Blade films, Triple... How do you pronounce his name? I'm sorry, I'm not child enough to like wrestling. Who are you talking about? You know, Triple H. How do you say that? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, no, it's H. It is not H, okay? There's no... It is the letter H. I agree with Dave on this one. It's a bit weird saying H. It's just an H. (laughs) No, it's H. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, mate. Alright, on next episode, we'll discuss how you say Zed. (laughs) <laughs> but for now, Z. Present, it's Z. Why is it Z? It is one single letter, okay? So if you're spelling zebra, what do you say? Z E B R A? I would say hey, Zebra. You know, you know the, the ABC song has been butchered on kids' UK YouTube, by the way. It, just, it does not rhyme. It does not rhyme. And it's, it's such a mess. Sesame Street did a pretty good job of it. Wow, we've really gone down the hole, didn't we? Sorry, the, the hole. The hole. The hole. <laughs> totally All right, the okay. So last episode, there were still some things that we wanted to uh, discuss, and we decided to spill them over because in part two, there isn't really much to the story. So we'll finish what discussions we had of part one, and then we'll move to the story. Uh, okay, so one thing I wanted to talk about, guys, that got switched, or maybe it was Mike. I don't remember who said it because it was last week. Uh, Monsters. The way they've changed the monsters, the monster design, the way they react to things. I guess, while Luke and Craig, you don't have much to choose from because, you know, you're you're plebeians. But Mike, uh, did anything here surprise you? 
Well, yeah, definitely, definitely the ivy. Like, like I alluded to in the last episode, it's you know, it's it's almost complete change in terms of mechanics and everything. It's you know, it's cool. I think it's cooler. I think it's much cooler. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, originally very comical looking. Basically, looked like some sort of plant come to life. <laughs> With sort of like tentacle arms this time nothing like that but definitely sort of a, of a plant base but yeah like i said mixed with um sort of resident evil 4 mechanics the the yellow sort of globs on it which which you can shoot and run you know to run past them and things like that but yeah instant instantly kill you unless you've got some sort of sub weapon to uh to stop them um yeah terrified in this one but other than that yeah uh you know the zombies. One one of the really weird things about it is, if you were to make me, you know, show a single picture of the old Resident Evil Two game, I'd probably show like you know like the basketball court or like um mm-hmm. you know those little alleys just after you come out of Kendo's Kendo's uh, gun shop, and um probably because I played the demo a lot as well. But but I really think that as co- if you compare the zombies in this to the original. I don't think they're as iconic. That you know, they're it's it's not arguable that they're they're well crafted and amazing looking. But you know, there's something about those basic polygons and the amount of crazy colours that Capcom puts on the screen that still makes the older zombies to me look look pretty cool, if if a bit blurry and messy. Um, so that's that's where, a bit of a fine sit- line on the zombies lethality in this compared to the other one because in the older one zombies weren't really a threat unless you got careless in this they are a threat even if you're shooting them in the face yeah again again in terms of mechanics these things are monsters and uh i hate i hate to bring this up quickly but there is a secret sort of like scoring system that a game employs where if you're doing really well it might take like six headshots to kill a zombie if you're not doing too well, it'll only take like about three shots. Oh, so it's kind of like the uh, the AI mechanic in Resident Evil Four, uh, then, except it's with of, enemies yeah. instead of items. Okay, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. So some people get purposely bit by zombies just so it takes less shots to kill kill them. Oh, that's interesting. Because I uh, I mean I'm sure everybody else has run into it too, where you you keep plugging the zombie in the head, and you're like, why won't mm-hmm. you go down? Yep. Can I ask a um, question? Why is it that? Like Claire and Leon can be bit and they don't turn, but everybody else around them. <laughs> well, how That's long of an answer question. would you like, Luke? <laughs> well, we've got an hour to fill, so crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, millions of years ago, the Earth was a molten mass of lava. Millions right. of years later, Leon and Claire got bit endlessly by zombies. Now, there's a split here, as far as I'm aware. There is Route A, not not in the game, where <laughs> they are immune to it, okay? Which is not, not as satisfying. Route B is that the same reason why they can have bleeding wounds and then run through gray water. Uh, they get treated afterwards having been in the lab that there's an antidote. They never really say, to be honest with you, at least not that I've seen, of why they can get bit. But I think some of that might be that it's canonical that they don't get bit. Uh, I I have a theory on what this might be. You know, as we were saying, I know we're discussing the name a lot, but the amount of herbs actually in that station, nobody's nobody's caring about them. Nobody's using them. I think it's the herbs. 
I think they're, but then, they're somehow... You know, well, to, see, that's, that's weird, too, because, like, story-wise, why isn't anybody using the herbs? Like, how do they know to use them and mix them? Because they haven't played Resident Evil 1, obviously. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Marvin famously didn't get past the opening part of the mansion. He got turned into a Jill sandwich, poor guy. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that's a good question. One I actually thought of because sometimes when you get bit, that is a wicked looking bite in this. They they don't pull really? any punches. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's canonical that they either don't get bit or they get treated because I mean, after, after this game, that's when you start the whole uh, company versus umbrella and they have a cure, but they don't like to um, advertise it because they're trying to sell it as a bioware. All that nonsense comes right after two. And Leon, when he appears again in four, doesn't really say, hey, I got bit by a bunch of zombies. Eh, it didn't bother me. So I don't know. I, I just took it to be like very gamey. Like I'm playing Yakuza just now, as you know, and I was playing it with um, Amelie watching. And Laura's like, oh, everyone's just dying everywhere. And I was like, Kiryu doesn't kill at all as he knees a samurai sword through the stomach <laughs> of, of, of a street thug. And then the street thug just mm. falls to the ground and goes, ah, and then gets back up. Like, see? Hey, no, one's, a, no one's dying. Well, you to, this might spoil the story a little bit, but if I remember right, Sherry is technically immune, isn't she? Sherry's immune, yeah. Yeah, so the, 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 would that mean there is a percentage of people or is that specifically her through some sort of... Some sort of cure I thought, given. I, I, I thought she was she was immune because of how much they tested on her. Aye. Mm. Okay. That's what I thought. And I think... Uh, I, th- I think... Remember the remake of the first one with Laura? The big, scary, burly woman that had all the tentacles and all that nonsense? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the addition for the GameCube version. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I thought that sh- uh, Sherry was along those lines. Like she was going to eventually be tested to where she turned into that because she was okay. immune. That could just be my head cannon. I don't, I don't know. There's there's a lot of holes in the Resident Evil story. There, there, Any- are, there are. I mean, one one point I was going to say is what's Claire doing there and why is Chris not there? What's that about? Okay, so this I think <laughs> I know. I'm not sure. Okay, so Chris coming from the first game knew something was up with Umbrella. So he left Stars to go after Umbrella, which leads to... Five. Five? Yeah, I think so. Five. Boy, he really jacks up in between those two. Uh So Mm. he leaves to go to five, and the letter you find is Irons trying to send that to the letter to Claire so she doesn't come. Hang on a moment, though. What if it's the events of the first game which stopped him from being able to get to there in time because he's still... Well, no, because Chris was already on staff at Stars, and I thought two mm. takes place at the point oh, where Chris has come back from the mansion. Mm. Well, As you can see, is it again, is it months later or is it weeks later? I can't remember. I think it's I think it's weeks later because okay. there's not much time between the Raccoon City incident and the mansion incident, if I okay. remember right. Right, so it's, yeah, it's, he would have would have gone off somewhere then. Yeah, I, I think that's when he goes and. No, there's something in between two and five because he joins that special military unit. But I don't know what game touches on that. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, Mm -mm. As you can see, there are a lot of holes. And like Craig said, there's very little story, lots of holes. Back to the monsters that I wanted to talk about. Um, (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. I saw people trying to put feelers out then, but... 
No, 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 no. That's what this episode's for. It's us trying to figure out this mess of a story. And I think that's why they decided with Resident Evil 7, all right, you know what? This is done. Just start over. Let's Star Wars this sucker. And by Star Wars, I meant make it crappy, not not reboot it. So the monster I couldn't remember, Mike, and this one you might be able to help me with. Um, I don't remember the poop monsters. I remember spiders in the sewer, but I don't remember. The G adults. Is that the name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they're called now. No, I remember. I do remember them, but I don't remember seeing as many of them. Oh, see, I don't. I, I mean, I know this is missing the spiders because I am pretty sure there were spiders in the there, first there one. There were for a very brief section, if I remember. It was, yeah, I think it was in the sewers as well. Like initially, when you first get into the sewers, I think you see a couple on the ceiling, and then you don't really see any for the rest of the game. And um, yeah, because because I remember in this, every time I would pick up a blue herb, it's like, oh, got to save this for the spiders. A blue ball. Mm. But this and time you dead? need it for the, the G adults. Yeah. I will kill you, Craig. <laughs> kill. Is there any one kind of monster design that stands out to you guys? It's like, oh, I really like this. Like for me, the way they updated the liquors uh, is yeah. fantastic. Uh, I was going to say liquors. Liquors definitely. They're pretty gruesomely cool. How did you guys handle them? Because I love the flash grenades on them. It's amazing. No, I just like them. Um, <laughs> the, the hint is right there in their name, Luke. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, this time, I play, replaying it for the podcast, I tried a different route. I didn't kill any liquors unless I absolutely had to. And I snuck around them because, you know, they can't see you. Mm. So you, if you're quiet, they don't attack. Yeah. So I ended up with a couple hallways that I would burst through the door trying to get to a different door and go, oh, wait, this is a liquor hallway. And then having uh, to slowly walk around them. And they do really good fake outs yeah. on whether or not the liquor noticed you. I really yeah. liked that. Yeah, that, that triggered me running a couple of times to my death. <laughs> is there a, a, a timed event up the stairs somewhere? I can't remember what room it's in where two liquors do come in after you've cleared the room. Oh, the mirror, when you jump yes. through, like, the interrogation rooms? Yeah. yeah. And I take it that still happens. Like, you can't sneak around anything that's, that's Um, like This that. time, I didn't trigger that event. Okay. So yeah. I, I couldn't tell you if sneaking actually works there. In the old one, it was just whenever there was a liquor there, you could technically get around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't learn that until I, I played the newer one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't learn that until just now. <laughs> Um, uh, Mike, another thing mm-hmm. that I want to ask you about, uh, the crocodile. Yeah. I, I think if I had to pick one moment that I, eh, I kind of met on is the crocodile fight in this, like it is, it yeah. is very tense. They did it well, but it does mm. just evolve into a cutscene. It, Was that it a- does essentially, but that that's also, uh, I know it's, it's Mike's, Mike's HDR minute, but that's the most amazing looking bit in the game when, when you trigger that explosion it looks it looks absolutely immense and it lit up all the walls of my room and i sort of went um (laughs) i i can't say i noticed on my hdr set um (laughs) no i yeah i I didn't notice like i mean the game looks great but i i my eyeballs and hdr don't get along with us i don't really notice but Mm -hmm. in, in the original that was more of a boss fight right and like the canister in the mouth was a secret way to kill him very quickly yeah, I- yeah, I okay. think so. I think so. It's a much, much longer drawn out thing. Um, yeah, because I remember him toddling towards you and trying to blast him with everything. I don't remember it being that quick of a fight. 
this feels a lot more like, uh, you know, um, turning the valve to get rid of all the water before going in to see the sharks, to be honest. Neptune. There we go. Couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah. And watch them flopping on the floor. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that's a good comparison, actually. Yeah. Um, Talking about no, comparisons. I, I, thought, I thought it was cool. I thought it, it does get very close to you, and you, you terrify yourself. And if you look at the model viewer, they've, they've put quite a lot of effort into the into that croc this time around. Yeah, and it's what? Maybe 45 seconds to a minute? <laughs> Talking about comparisons, did you guys get to the bit where in the original game you get to the hallway and the dogs jump through the window and you're like, I know this bit, I know what's coming, and then it doesn't come, you're like, ah, damn it. <laughs> um, Here, no, here I remembered that and go, oh, wait, which hallway was it? Yeah. So okay. anytime there was a hallway with windows, my butthole uh-huh. tightened, I'm like, oh, I'm ready, and then it never happened. So I'm I'm sure pulled it they pulled it off quite well in this, to be honest, I thought, because there are, there's some bits where you, you don't know when those dogs are going to be coming, and when they do, you just absolutely shit it. Oh, the dogs are really well done in this. Yeah. I like, like, just the animation, like, when you see a dog trying to get somewhere really fast, and they can't get a grip on the floor, and they start sliding sideways. I love how the dogs do that Aye. in this. They really want your face. Mm-hmm. The, so the bit in the, the uh, parking lot where you go through and all the dogs are in their kennels, as soon as yeah. I saw them, I'm like, I'm, I'm shooting those because I know they're going to oh, get Oh, yeah, I put them all down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. man. Um, well, uh, what I, about... I, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say my my big... I think my my biggest sort of like cool reimagining of, of enemies is... It's a bit of, a, it's a, bit of a, a cheat, this, but, you know, it's me. I always do this. Um, and it would be it would be all the versions of Birkin... You know, these are things which originally, you know, you might have seen a texture which looks like Birkin's face coming out of a, you know, William Birkin's face coming out of a shoulder and things like that. And and back in the day, you'd be like, you, you'd know what it was just from the limited textures going on there. But but in this, they're so fleshed out. If you ever look into any of these, you know, you, you'd be absolutely amazed by how much detail they've put into them. And there's, there's what, probably got five different versions, I think. And uh, it's, it's laughable looking at the first version of Birkin where he's, you know, got the one arm and he's, you know, technically the first boss of the game. When you see the original, you'll, you'll absolutely, you know, piss yourself at how, how bad it looks compared to, to what they've, they've reimagined him as. I think Birkin looks a bit of a weedier person than I imagined him to be in the, uh, in the original game. But overall, I think those, those models are, they're crazy. You know? And they just get, they get crazier and crazier until, well, everyone knows what the very final true boss is, but I mean, here it's again. an angry butthole made out of skin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing, and I wouldn't be surprised if they spent you know, months getting these things right because they're that the spot on. Um, in the Leon campaign, the moment you run into him, you know, you're walking towards the door, and then he jumps down and goes boo, and all that. The way his hmm. head is pushed to the side is really good like like i absolutely agree. the model design on this is bonkers man like i i i guess yeah in the older games it was like it looked like somebody took a flat square of cardboard and then painted something that roughly looked like a face uh, yeah <laughs> and the rest of the texture was it looked like somebody got sick after eating too many crayons but I mean, yeah these, in these this were iconic back then to be honest oh you yeah know, they, they all looked absolutely amazing but you know it's in like comparison that- you're like wow. Uh, even even Mr. X, like like 
the way his face looks. He used to look like just... an egghead. <laughs> um the the way they managed to get across either like uh this is not a very medical way to put it but like you know like when you get angry irritated skin and then you have dead skin the mm. way they they managed to use those two textures like with Mr. X and Birkin like Birkin looks like he could really use a few antibiotics everything is inflamed and it's mm. it looks infected it's really good looking you're right um, did you have much trouble with the bosses in this? Anybody? No. The crocodile uh, got me a couple times just because I didn't know where to shoot. But no, not really. I didn't think it was too difficult. Yeah. I did I'm play on easy though. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only boss that gave me trouble was the, um, the Leon's final boss on the elevator. And even though I had loads of Magnum shells, that sucker does not have a very low stagger threshold. Like, to get him to stop. Did you know you don't technically even need to fight him? You don't even no, need to No, you shoot. can just hold yeah, out for it. the you rocket launcher, right? Mm-hmm, true. Yeah, but when you got 60, 69 Magnum shells, you better use them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, I, th- I think that's everything in terms of uh, monsters and bosses that I wanted to talk about, other than, you know, just how cool they are. Uh, is there anything else before we finally do crack into the story? Mm. I'm going to say for in terms of animations, one of the cool things about game B uh, back in the day was that it was the part where you, you see the zombies arms come through the windows and try and grab you as you, as you're in the police station on the, on the bottom floor. And it, and it you know, it's, it's cool. It reminds you of like the, you know, George Romero movies, but this time around I thought it was a bit rubbish. It didn't, you know, it didn't have the impact the first game but apart from that did did you board up the windows oh, i didn't yeah. do much of that i didn't do much of that no, at all <laughs> i didn't either i did mm-hmm. yeah me too huh uh, is there enough boards you guys know to board up all the windows that need it or do you still have to make the choice of which one you want to board up i only did the ones in the corridors there was a room down next to the, like where you cut the cut the bolt to go through the door and then you put in that extra fuse. There was a room there. I didn't have a, a, enough boards to fill that one, but I thought I'm not in there enough to, to warrant going looking for a board for it. I'm mm. almost certain I bolted up all the windows. Yeah, I probably mm. missed it. <laughs> well, that that's mm. a nice little thing of if you want to take the time to do it, you can. That's kind of nice. Um, One last thing, and I know I, know I focus on, on the enemies and the monsters a lot, but did you guys... Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you, whoever yawned? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've had like five hours <laughs> sleep. Okay. Um. Well, good thing we're doing it on Saturday. Oh, Sher- Sherry doesn't look too great, does she? She looks a lot. Thanks. I wasn't in the middle of anything. That's fine. No, let's just move on. Um. Okay. No. Um. Would you do Anna though? What? Anna from Tekken. Would you do her? Where did that come from? <laughs> oh my word! This is the, where where did Anna from Ta- No, it's always it's always been Ling Xiaoyu is your number one, and then if you have to have a number two, isn't you she go a schoolgirl? Yeah, she was like eighteen. Oh. Not that creepy. And remember, this was Tekken three days. Okay, I was like twelve. All right. But, oh God. Ada okay. and Anna look pretty similar. Yeah, okay. That's Wait, what I was Anna isn't 
Asian. Uh, what? <laughs> no. Marker. Anna from- Marker. Marker. <laughs> <laughs> Anna from Tekken is an Asian. <laughs> you know, Wong is very Asian. Okay. Yes. Uh, I did think there were some models that were kind of squiffy looking. Mm. Um, you said, um, what's her name? Sorry. I can't, now I can only think uh, of the name Anna. Sherry, Sherry, thank you. Yeah. She's got a bit of so, a weird sort of, uh, I don't, I don't know what you'd say, witchy look or something like that. It's a bit really, I don't know. I I noticed, and that's the thing with Resident Evil, too. They also like to give bags under everybody's eyes. Like, everybody's carrying some luggage under their eyes by the end of this game. I mean, like, look at Jill in 5. It's like, you've been hitting the meth a little too hard, lady. Hmm. Um, The only one... See, I I thought the kid looked okay because kids are really hard to do, evidently. Like, uh, the only one I think that looked semi-okay was maybe in Horizon. I thought Aloy looked kind of okay in Horizon, except she did have a big head. Yeah, I remember mentioning that. <laughs> she, had a, she, had a, she had a pretty big <laughs> noggin on her. All right, okay. Uh, yeah, so so for me, that was just kind of the usual, well, kids don't look good in games. The Chief, I thought, looked a little funky. Like, there were times when that model for me didn't look very right. No, no, it's just, yeah, there's something, there's some, he looks a lot more of a sort of stronger character in the in the older game, you know, it's a bit less visible that he's sort of like a bit of a Weasley, he just looks like the, the sort of typical sort of Weasley character, doesn't he? Although, we didn't have red hair. <laughs> but there, there is a lot of, a, a lot of these sub-stories get, get trimmed down quite a lot from the original, I mean, it's, it's probably part of their, you know, sort of reimagining of it in a way, but like you know i knew these sub characters from the original game and here they sort of like they appear and get wiped out pretty much in the same scene most of the time and they, they don't stick around long oh like ben yeah ben ben's in i think he dies in the same cut scene he gets introduced doesn't he here well, I'm sure. to, uh, can we can we stop a moment and admire the way that sucker goes mm, that that what... is that whole just crunch with the palm and the eyeball, ah, oh, that was I. I giggled. That was great. <laughs> it, it, they, they are, and you know, they, they put enough effort into him there. But I, I just mean, they kill him off stupidly quick in this compared. And you know, I remember a bit more sort of mystique about what the uh, what the chief was doing in his offices in secret and stuff like that. And here, it's pretty much laid out straight away. Yeah, if you read some of the notes in his office, you you find out very quickly the levels of assholery that guy goes to. Mm. Um, one one I I was confused about, and I didn't want to go back because hey, it's a talking point for the podcast. Was the kendo thing that quick? No, no. Okay, about... that's what I thought. I remember kendo lingering on a bit. Yeah, so they like he he just he's literally there for a single scene, isn't he? Uh, at least with Leon, yeah. It's very much, you run into him and go, okay, we'll leave him yeah. alone. I mean, that it was quite iconic, the original. And, you know, you know, it would have been pretty cool if they brought that back. But then again, you know, it's it's part of that mixing it up a bit for people who've played the original. You know, it's a, a like-for-like remake of it would have been appreciated. But at the same time, it's it's nice that they've, they've given you something something different. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know... I, like, I don't blame them for wanting to streamline it because I'm sure if I was good to go back and play Resident Evil 2 again, it would drag in some places. And I, I can't say I blame them for wanting to streamline it, especially if 
because the way I was thinking about the story was, okay, so Resident Evil 7 starts a new chapter. So this 2 probably takes place in the same continuity as 7. So cutting out all the extraneous stuff like this game does, because it really does. I mean, there's very little here other than your first day of work, you run into Ada, then you run into Annette, you deal with Birkin, and you leave. There's not a lot of stopping for even character development in this. A lot of this game is sort of coming off the back of the first one and figuring out what exactly what exactly happened. Why why is this Umbrella Corporation doing what it's doing? And you know, and the, the weird thing is this game sort of threw a screwball because it wasn't so much about Umbrella than sort of like a a renegade previous sort of well, top ranking official say, yeah. there. And you know, it pulls a sort of Metal Gear Solid 2 in a way. You think it's going to be the main umbrella that you're dealing with for the game. Um, and then it goes off on a sort of slightly new tangent. But but I think there's there's a few things that it doesn't pick up on 100%. Like like in, in the original, it was quite it was quite a pivotal bit where you find out about, you know, the rats going off into the sewers and potentially spreading the virus on and things like that. And, and that was actually in one of the reveal trailer, well, the reveal trailer for the game. It's not it's not in the actual game. Um, but although when it is in the game, it's sort of it's directed in a way which you're not 100 percent sure whether it's just a throwaway scene, but sort of like a you know a, there's bits where it doesn't fully capture the magic of the original fully. Uh, did I just say fully twice? I think so. But uh, you know, it's all right. <laughs> we're on target here. Um, uh, Luke and Craig. Yes. Uh, here's something that I, I noticed, and it plays into Mike's point there. So just playing this, trying to, you know, throw off everything you you might know about Resident Evil, did you come away thinking Umbrella is the bad guy? Or, because, like, playing it through this time, it seems like they're putting the blame solely on the Birkins. You don't really get this, uh, the feeling that there's a corporation telling them to do this. I've, I, I got the feeling, like, I know, I know different, but the feeling is... That there is umbrella, there is a corporation, but the Birkins were kind of like a rogue. We're doing our own thing inside this bigger thing type thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, does. Yeah. it continues throughout most of the games where there's a you know offshoots and people trying to get do their own thing. Yeah. Well, because the way it, it looks in this, you play that one VHS tape which shows Umbrella trying to stop Birkin, and you're on, the only person in the game telling you that Umbrella is bad is Ada. And, well, she's a liar. So, you can't really trust what she says. So, there's really nothing else to say. Like, uh, Annette Birkin really shoulders all the blame for this sucker. I don't know if you can argue that Umbrella or <laughs> bad guys are not considering they're built a secret bunker underneath the PlayStation with like a million people above it where they can create the zombie virus. Oh, no, no, no I, I, I'm not, and... I'm not siding with the corporate America here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, no, I, I'm saying this game doesn't make a very good case for why Umbrella is the bad guy much different than the second one on PS2 or PS1. Sorry. Like yeah, by the time um... you were done Resident Evil 2 on PS1, you knew, oh, this is Umbrella's fault. They're really the bad guys here. In this, it doesn't seem like it gets that across very well. I never really thought about it. You, you brought up a good point. I think my <laughs> the majority of the Resident Evil story that 
I'm aware of is actually from watching the terrible films. And oh, you just like, yeah, oh, Umbrella are the big bad guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, why? <laughs> That's the question that comes to mind. Why? Why, Luke? They're why? Awful. Because. Yeah, I know, but it's it's that thing of oh, it's on TV. The last one wasn't as bad as we thought it was gonna be. Maybe this one will be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so, um, the bit with like um with oh I forgot her name again Sherry, sorry, the bit with Sherry, um, when you're doing all of that in her side story where you know you get separated, she goes through the house and you throw acid in Iron's face. And all that nonsense. Orphanage. Orphanage, yeah, I'm sorry. Even then, it didn't seem like Irons was directly working with Umbrella. Like, it was hinted at in some notes, but, again, Irons comes across as a crazy guy, not as somebody who's working for a corporation behind the scenes. Hmm. Maybe it's the fact that he likes to do things with animals that really (laughs) threw me off. (laughs) He's a he's a unique guy, definitely. I mean, there's other little things. Um, you know, like the the team which goes in to get the virus. It's kind of like I think it doesn't come off that way. It just looks like he he wiped them all out. But but you get the impression that like in the original, it was more to say sort of that if Umbrella were to get this virus back, it'd make you know essentially you'd be dealing with a an even bigger evil. But but I don't know if that sort of pulled across as well in this i don't know here like like craig i think it was craig said it almost comes across as a company trying to police a rogue section like they don't really seem that evil it's like oh we need this formula you can't have it we have to take it and guard it that's almost what i mean we all know that's not true yeah but it it makes me wonder if the way that they portray the story in this if it's going to change, if it's not going to go directly on the umbrella is the root of all evil that the old ones did. Yeah. Or if this is, this is isolated. I mean, we don't know yet because they haven't said if they're remastering three or if when mm. eight is coming, you know, any of that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see where the story goes. What, what little of it there is. Um, the got people that have played both. Do you have a preference between the Ada section or the Sherry section? Sherry, uh, the Sherry section's terrifying. Like the Sherry section was the most tense bit out of the whole game for me. Um, crawling about because the the way he's hunting, the way he's hunting for you when you're crawling about is more terrifying than being in the police station, being sneaking around a liquor or being hunted by a liquor. To me, it was it's more it's the same as the Resident Evil Seven thing at the start. You know, like my dad in my face. Is far oh, more is terif- the utterly defenseless? Exactly, yeah. So it just it feels more tense, and I just I, it's pulled off really, really well. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd agree with Craig. <clears throat> I'm I'm not a huge fan of the Ada section in this. It is a bit weak, isn't it? Did it remind anybody else of Batman? And like, yeah, the, the <laughs> scanner thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all 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 investigative reporters come with bat vision. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, Mike, how do you feel about Ada? Because, you know, she's uh, a, a through line in almost a, all the games. Well, she, yeah, she she keeps coming back pretty much from here, doesn't she? She, she becomes a bit of a staple as the, the person hiding in the dark, ready to throw rocket launchers down to you and stuff like that. And, um, 
I I always thought she was a pretty cool character, and you know, the, the fact that it's like a you know, kind of like a double agent sort of thing. It was, yeah, originally it was really cool. The only thing is, as I did the speed run this time, I was skipping cutscenes like no man's business, so I didn't get to see too much of Leon's campaign in the end. Um, but I think. Yeah, I probably had a crush on her or something back then, I reckon. Um. Oh, I did too. That red dress, man. It's iconic, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just wonderful. Uh, the, the one thing I, I like about this uh, that wasn't in the original is um, Leon takes a little bit longer to fall into plot love with Ada for mm. some reason. Like, I mean, there are still times where you're shaking your head like on the train. We're like, oh, Leon, what are you doing? Oh, buddy, you're really stupid. No, even but, on- even on the speed run, as I was getting into Nest, once I came out of the, um, you know, the greenhouse area, and I ran back across that bridge, I thought, I know what's going to come up. And as I, <clears throat> as I pressed the button and skipped the cutscene, I thought, I'm so glad I didn't watch that cutscene because it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite an emotional thing, isn't it? In some cases, I don't know. But it was originally. Um, I think this time it it did it. Well, it was okay, but I think that's that's the underlying problem for me. If if I had to single out one thing it's it's not that i read too many game websites and i realize that it's a you know a non uh non-union cast voice cast or whatever it is something to that effect but it's just i don't think the voices are as strong for me as as they might have been back then you know i think um I think, and i see um yeah I knew, I knew about the whole non-union thing and scabs and all that nonsense but um now, see, I think the voices were fine. I think some of the direction or the script was a little weird. Like, you know how sometimes when you're shooting an enemy and they'll just mumble to themselves, oh, fuck me, or ah, oh, hell, or, you know, all that stuff. That stuff came across as really weird. It's realistic to do that because if I was shooting a zombie in the face, I'd be like, fucker, go down. Mm. But it felt really forced in this. Yeah, and it's like a bit odd. That whole meet cute thing at the fence with Leon and Claire, that felt really weird too. Mm. Like, there's no yeah, reason it I, should have been that emotional. Sorry, Luke. I I just thought that was trying to recreate what was there from the first game or the original rather than, but it it totally it didn't feel like it was a game from 2019, did it? It's no, it, yeah, it felt like yeah. this weird vestigial. Like I, I don't remember. It and looked like a game from twenty nineteen. It did. It it very much did. <laughs> um, I don't remember in the old one them playing romantic that fast either, but that could be my memory. Like it was weird. It's like Leon falls in love with Claire and then decides, oh wait, look, Ada, and it, it, it <laughs> he he looks kind of like a doofus in this. Mm. Is it the curtains? We we gotta talk about the redesign. Like I really like the redesign for Claire. I think she looks great. I think she, even her voice actress does a pretty good job. But yeah. I kind of want to punch Leon in the face. Mm. Like Resident Evil Four, Leon wasn't that great, but it was. It, I thought it was a little better than this. Mike, what did you think of the redesign? I'm I'm not sure. I I, I think it. You know, actually, I think it's pretty good. To be honest, the original model for, you know, the PlayStation 1 version was... Well, I don't know. A collection of triangles. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. There wasn't so much to go off it. So I guess it's kind of like we've been through through it now. We've seen Resident Evil 4 already and then coming back to it, sort of like... 
you know, they couldn't just, I don't know. I, don't know. I've, I think it's not bad. It looks, looks a bit, bit awkward, tiny bit awkward, sort of a bit more action man style than you would have, would have thought maybe. It's quite a sort of feminine looking character in um, four, I thought. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was very pretty boy in four. Yeah. Yeah. Now he so just looks know. like a dude who wants to smoke a dube and play hack a sack with you. <laughs> but, but but you know you know they they've got it ninety nine percent right, and that's I think that's the main point to take home about this. <laughs> um, uh, Craig or Luke, did you guys have any opinions on the the player characters? Uh, not no no major one. I think I didn't know anything about the whole um, what you call it troubles. Well, we call it the troubles. With the, the voice troubles, act. yeah, with sure. the voice actors, um, but yeah, I no no strong feelings. This is this plays into all my final thoughts, and it was all right, but probably not again. It's just I, I, nothing really hit home. the The best bit for me was the orphanage scene and whatever his face is. Irons, irons, yeah. just an absolute nutbag of a like a brilliant nutbag of a character. No, I'm not saying brilliant. I don't support, you know, most of what he <laughs> you does. You don't support murderous insanity? Yeah, yeah. But um, the rest of them, like Claire and Leon, just a bit kind of Hollywood throwaway to me. I can understand that, sure. Yeah, I can't add anything else to that, but I would say that... I did kind of go oomph when I, when I saw a net get thrown at that wall. I thought, oh my God, that's a bit, <laughs> that's a little bit forceful. Um Quite quite brutal stuff. I was gonna say that the the, uh, the side plots, the the ghost survivor modes, it's quite cool playing those. I'm not sure if they were in the original game, but the like, it's, no, no, I, I remember the gun shop owner anyway. Um, he gets his own little spiel after, uh, where he's he he he's a way to commit suicide, and he decides that, um, just as he's a way to pull the trigger. He gets a radio call from a friend saying that he's got him a chopper and he needs to get to this point by set time, and he goes off on a mission. That that's quite cool. Um, and there's also the this like a, a prostitute or something. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's Chief Iron's <laughs> Chief Iron's uh, daughter, isn't it? Yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> but <the hell>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a, there's an escape bit with her which is quite cool, and. She comes across these monsters, right? So I'm not sure if I didn't get far enough in Claire's mission, but she comes across these zombies that are like, it's almost like they're completely burnt, but they're almost like plant things as well. They're like women zombies. Mm. They were they were pretty neat. Oh, I didn't know that they had unique monsters in those. Maybe I will have to just finally Ugh. get up and do those things. They take about 15 minutes each. They're not long. Did you play the final one, Luke? Because I know these, these all feature slightly, like I, I had a quick go at the Kendo one and there's like zombies with um, oxygen tanks on their backs and like uh, ones with rucksacks where you can loot the rucksack off them once you've killed them and things like that. Just small little gameplay mechanic changes. Yeah, I played four of them. Oh, that's I, awesome. I think there might be a fifth one. I'm not sure. But the, the, the first one is you're the gun shop owner and you have limited ammo. Um, there's some zombies that with purple heads. So if you shoot the head it releases a poisonous gas so you need to stay away from them mm. uh, otherwise you become poisonous but as you say there is um there's enemies with like gas tanks on them so if you group them up and shoot that it'll blow them up and there's also enemies with backpacks that give you more ammo 
the second one is the 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 daughter uh the third one is the mercenary so this is i think an alternative where the mercenary one of the mercenaries survives against um birkin and gets the uh the virus and then has to escape that's yeah, pretty cool Hulk, yeah. oh is it okay right um that's quite cool mr x shows up at the end of that one so it's it's a bit more of a you've got a lot more weapons in that and it, the the great thing about it is you don't pick up a lot of ammo you pick up a lot of weapons so you have to kind of time your weapons right and then drop it and pick up the next one because you've got a limited inventory space the fourth one i thought this was a rip off of walking dead for some reason because you start off in the police station uh, the gas station that Claire and Leon come in as, and you, you're playing like a sheriff who, who's dressed like Rick from Walking Dead, and you have to kill 70 zombies huh. in that limited space while three there's three doors that they can come in. Uh, but the really cool thing is a lot of the zombies come in with like riot gear on, so you oh. can't shoot their heads, for example. They'll move ah, in that's the right. Yeah, it is, it's a lot of fun. Um, again, they have backpacks and they'll drop different weapons. And the weapons are actually ones I didn't see in the game. So oh. um, that was a cool one. And when you finish that, Leon and Claire bust, in, bust open the door and save you, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, that, that sounds pretty cool. Maybe I will have to have to go through and finally play those because they, they're on my in-case-of-emergency break glass kind of <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's good for just picking up the mechanics again anyway. Out of curiosity, um, you brought up a good point with Walking Dead, and I don't know if... Any of the Operation, not Operation Raccoon City, uh, the other one, the Outbreak characters. Like, that sounds sort of like an Outbreak character, I remember, but I may be mistaking it. But I've, you know, never watched Walking Dead, so I don't know. Um, Would this be a little more gripping to you guys if it wasn't zombies? Like, we live very much in a post-zombie. Like, I could care less about zombies at all. I'm the same. Mm. I just don't give, I don't give a hoot. No, sorry, I don't give an oot. About zombies. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it's just I just don't care. Like it's, it could have been something else. This is you've piqued my interest with Dead Space. Uh Dead Space or even Resident Evil Five, when it was these parasites, was it? I I like that better than I like zombies. Like I was kind of hoping that they would put a twist on it and have more enemy types than they do, but. I mean, like, uh, Mike, you remember Resident Evil 6 when you barely fought any zombies at all. It was, it was the, what was the, 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 the Guado? Uh, and yeah, and there's the, all, the Los Plagas. There's all sorts it was going all on different stuff. Um, but for a simpler thing, if you wanted something of a hybrid, you've, st- you've still got The Last of Us. Hey, well, you know, even the clickers, I think, are a little more interesting than just plain old run-of-the-mill zombies. Like, maybe if they had more variety to the zombies. Like, I love the plant zombies. They're awesome. So maybe if you had more variety in there, like that was the only thing that really hit me on this one was, oh yeah, it's it's zombies, scary zombies, but zombies. They they're a bit more challenging than the. Maybe maybe it's just I've not played a zombie game for a while, but on their own they're fine if you've got loads of space. But when you hit areas and you're like, God, there's not a lot of room here. How am I going to traverse this or get past this lot? There's a bit more challenge to it. I don't mind zombies as much, though. Maybe maybe that's it. Well, yeah, they're not Dead Rising zombies, that's for sure. They're not 28 not Days like, Later zombies. It's not like the Left for Dead thing or, like, 
I mean, I'm, I'm playing State of Decay 2 at the moment, and they've basically just taken all the enemies from Left 4 Dead and put them in their game. Um, it's not that generic, like, oh, here's the woman that screams, and here's the big one. If you shoot, it'll explode, and here's the one that'll charge at you. It's like, yeah. What about the... Uh, now, see, I, I'll, I'll give credit to Left 4 Dead for the smoker. Smoker is pretty cool. That is a very cool design. But oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um... Okay, so uh, I I think we're about wrapped up on Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, is there anything else anybody wants to get out before we cut out of here? There's definitely more that I'd, I'd want to think about for the latter half of the game compared to the original, but I just I just can't remember enough about the original to be able to say, you know, what, what bits were omitted, which I, I did like there. I'm I'm sure there's a lot more stuff happening in the labs, which which I just don't remember being put into this. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um. Oh, uh, really quick. Uh, the puzzles. Craig mentioned that they drove him insane. <laughs> which was the one that sent you insane, Dave? Uh it's gotta it's gotta be the poison. The switch. The poison mixing one. puzzle. Yeah. Uh, we gotta spin the vials. It's like, oh, you're you're right at the line. Just just, just count it, please. Yeah. That that drives me insane. Uh, that those little boxes, those little boxes that definitely are new for this one, where you have oh, to get they, the sequence they were code. Cool. Yeah, they no, were ace. I love they weren't those. cool. <laughs> I had terrible memory. I had to write it down on paper. All right, one, seven. It's like eight dots. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and what what was that sort of Tetris thing going on in in there as well? With the you know the crazy looking little uh, icons. I don't remember that before as well. Where you've got so much actually look like genuine Tetris. So much like I don't know. I don't, there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Um, uh, the chess puzzle still drives me up a wall. Mm-hmm. That that one. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Uh, Most the plugs, of the puzzles the in this. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, yeah. With the bishop sits next to the knight who sits across from the. It's like ah, oh, come just yeah. Do this automatically, please. It's, and like, it's, I just want to open the door. I just want to open the door and stop the <laughs> compactor from going off, please. Or was it a compactor or was it a flamethrower room? I can't remember. Uh, that that ended up being the flamethrower room with the. Uh, thing um yeah i actually i want to say most of the puzzles in this other than the ones that require observation like you know with the book and the statue hand like okay that's kind of cool that just requires you to look at it and go okay what can fit in the hand and then you combine them and or like the usb dongle where you got to actually examine it i like those kind of puzzles i don't like the here flick the switches to where the electricity lines up perfectly Hmm. and then you can get through they they just tend to annoy me i i feel car poorly about them at all they were fine they again i just thought this was a, a nod back to the old game oh, it is very much yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right uh let's let's end this since we already did our final thoughts and unless you guys have something you want to reiterate for your final thoughts um yeah probably do actually all right let's um i have a couple questions for you guys so we can bang these out in quick fashion where does the resident evil franchise stand for you guys in terms of uh, um just Capcom. Like, when you say Capcom, how many franchises do you go down before you think Resident Evil? Not many. Not many. I think um, Resident Evil probably sits there as a probably a second to Street Fighter for me, I probably think. And I think considering it's managed to spawn quite a few sort of offshoots in ways, you know, such as Onimusha, Devil May Cry, things like that, um, I think it still still holds the title as the, the top one of that sort of new 3D style game from him, yeah. All right. Hmm. 
Like, are you talking Capcom only Capcom? Yeah, like when somebody like if you say something like Square Enix, your brain kind of automatically goes to Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like how 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 long does that take? Like in I guess in order of importance to you linking this with Capcom, where does that sit? Uh, it's probably like one of the few that Cap like, Ace Attorney would be top. Really? Yeah. Well, that's 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 a dark horse. Is it, because that's I've only recently played through them all. That's like the first thing that's gonna pop into my head. And then after that, I'm kind of like, nah, Street Fighter, nah, Resident Evil, nah. They're all in the meh category. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Capcom for me isn't a heavy hitter. Just, I mean, this is the thing that they're perfectly good games. Street Fighter is a solid fighting game. I am utterly sold on that Resident Evil 2, the remake, remaster, reimagining, being absolutely brilliantly done. It's just not for me. Perfectly acceptable. I would put Resident Evil too highly on that list, but not for my own love of the series, just for other people that I know that love it. You know, I remember Resident Evil being a big thing for my brother, and you know he would just play through those games again and again and again and again. So for you, it's like importance of it to gaming as a whole. Yeah, I mean, if it was my own personal list, Mega Man would appear on it before Resident Evil, just because. And I've barely played Mega Man games. I just know of that from. We should culture. rectify that at some point. I mean, now that I've played this, I'm much more interested in Resident Evil. I probably wouldn't play Seven because it's maybe verging on too much for me personally. But if they redo Nemesis, I'm up for trying that out. Okay. I I just had an accident as well. Monster Hunter would be <laughs> i was gonna yeah. that's sorry like no surprise that you say capcom i think oh monster yeah. hunter is there a monster hunter where's the monster <laughs> um resident evil see grow not growing up but when i got older um i was friends with a guy who uh, we both really liked horror games and i was very much the resident evil is my franchise like i love for, he was very much the silent hill is his mm. franchise mm. and while that fostered a nice bit of competition i think i went out in the end because silent hill has been dead for a long time but um where does this sit in i i know i'm sorry luke and craig this is kind of a, a bleh question for you guys but mike where does resident evil sit on the horror game list for you like prefer resident evil to dead space or silent hill or yeah it's, you know outlast uh, or... I, I don't mind dead space but i think it's it's technically a you know Something somewhat of a clone. I think it Cap, Capcom stomped on their own competition of things like Dead Rising. Um, yeah, thing, things like I don't know what's what's that relatively rubbish one. Well, it doesn't matter if it's relatively rubbish. So <laughs> you get uh, Silent Hill. I do like Silent Hill, but I think personally, it's probably a bit more a bit more style over substance for me personally. Um, yeah, yeah, I, f- I think they pretty much rule the roost on it. I've, I've seen newer games pop up, things like Soma, but they're just not—they're not really for me. I don't don't really care for them as much. Um, so I think Resident Evil rules the roost, and that's that's for a game which stooped as low as you know Resident Evil Six, which I still don't uh, get on um, with. Or Resident Evil Survivor—that was a very low point. I well, Gun Survivor, the the PlayStation One. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't mind that to be honest, and I played that with a pack. I didn't even have a G con or That's anything. That's true love right there, Mike. I, I didn't mind it. Um, 
I don't I don't have a problem. You know, I was so hyped that I got Resident Evil Revelations the day it came out, and I was I, I absolutely loved it. I don't Resident Evil's not going to go wrong. And the thing is, you know, a lot of people are worried at the moment because Capcom are talking about this kind of Left 4 Dead style game, which they've they've since said they're not even 100% sure they're going to release the thing, but it's basically based on the Resident Evil 2 engine. Um, and, you know, it, they might just throw it out there as a freebie, a free-to-play title, something like that, but I think... Well, they are, they are having to come back from Umbrella Core being a thing. Yeah, they're, they're, there's, there's some bad ones in there, but you know, I, I'm I'm as hyped as I've ever been for the Resident Evil series. Now I think they're they're back on full form. There's there's nothing to lose really. the The only worry I've got now is that are you going to start putting off people if you call something Resident Evil Eight or Nine or Ten? You know, it's not a JRPG, is it? It's been around. <laughs> it's got legs, man. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think um, they'd do anything wacky like make a new. The new style Resident Evil. I yeah. mean, Code Veronica X was essentially, well, Code Veronica Terrible. was esen- essentially like Resident Evil Four, I guess, for a good while. If I, I can't remember a hundred percent, but I, all I'm saying is that I think I think they're on form, and there's there's, there's nothing stopping me from saying that's that's solidly the top of the game at the moment. Yeah, I I was just going to say I think they should have released Resident Evil Seven as Resident Evil, and then started again. Oh, to start it over yeah. again. That would have made sense, but now that they've done Resident Evil Seven, they're going to need to do some sort of weird. So I don't know. I don't know. They're just going to have to keep on going at Resident Evil Eight. Well, that's yeah, that's we, the toss up, isn't it? It's a, 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 ignoring that other game, which is in potentially to be released. What's next? Is it Resident Evil Eight or is it Resident Evil Three? Which would you prefer? Eight. Even if it was first person, yeah. Oh, like right. seven is by far the best game that I've played in, the se- and it's the one I've enjoyed the most. But it is the most terrifying. But it is the best one, I would say. Okay, so I'll, I'll stick with the first person VR terrifying. If <laughs> this yeah. is the thing, this is back to my original point. If if it's going to be terrifying, if if it's got to have a hook and it's not going to be the story, then it's got to be terrifying or it's got to have something. Resident Evil 2 wasn't scary and it didn't have a good story, so it just didn't have that hook, despite being solid. That was another final thought there. Sorry about that. No, no, no. That's, that's perfectly fine. I mean, we're, we're, we got all kind of got off our chest what we needed to mm-hmm. in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for you and Luke... Um, is there a horror franchise that you haven't dipped your toe into that you are curious about? There is, there is. We're going to do it for. We're going to, in fact, no, keep that bit a surprise. But the Clock Tower series. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like if I had to pick a horror franchise for you, Craig, uh-huh. it would be Clock Tower. It's, it's got to be. And the only other one that I've ever actually really enjoyed playing was Fatal Frame. Hmm. That that surprises me yeah. quite a bit. That surprises me. But yeah, I don't know why. I, I, well, I mean, like, like to me, those are oddball that kind of died out. Like, I know you had Made in the Blackwater or whatever mm-hmm. for Wii U, yeah, yeah. but like, those are dead and gone, both of them. And actually, Capcom owns Clock Tower now. I think they did Clock Tower three, if I remember right. Yeah, I know they did three. I don't know if they own the franchise. Possibly. But, uh, the only one on the try as well is Dead Space. Is Dead Space the alien one? Uh, yeah, Dead Dead Space is the alien one where you. What's have to cut off limbs? What's the other one then? Oh, are you talking 
Oh, Alien Isolation. Yeah, Dead Space. Sorry. Are, are you thinking of yeah, Alien Isolation? Yeah. Sorry. That as well. That would yeah, be- De- Dead Space plays like Resident Evil 2 with the over-the-shoulder and the shooting. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking of Alien Isolation this whole time. Now, see, that strikes me as way scarier than anything Resident Evil or well, maybe even aliens. Silent Hill. It's aliens. Okay, so so having the known monster makes that different for you? Just 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 being aliens, yeah. Like, it's far, far better. I've played Dead Space. Jesus, now it's all just come flooding oh, back. Oh, jeez, Greg, you're <laughs> killing me here. <laughs> oh, God, it's not... You Marker. did snort. That was, a, that was adorable. <laughs> all right, so before Craig real, realizes he's played all of Silent Hill and Outlast, <laughs> uh, if you got final thoughts, spit them out now, gentlemen. Potentially game of the year. Thank you. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, like uh, the, every, you, I'm sure you can garner the way we feel about this between the first and second episode. So uh, the next big game. Craig, unless I'm mistaken, the next big game is going to be Super Mario Odyssey, a game with a lot of horror in it, but hopefully not quite as tense. Um, I think I think this will be also another split episode where two of us feel one way and two of us feel another way. So it should be pretty interesting to listen to. Uh, the next Retro Rewind games. Craig, do you have any I idea? Do. Oh, excellent. Without any delay, it's Wolfenstein 3D and Cool Spot. Two classic episodes of Retro Rewind, if I do say so myself. Like, in mm-hmm. the future, those will be the one people point to. Yeah. Um. All right, so just like last week, if you'd like to get a hold of us, we have the website at The Bit Effect. You can email us at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram, whatever. Tell us why we're terrible Resident Evil nerds for not knowing the story. And I'll have to read the Dark Side Chronicle books or whatever. Anyway... Thank you very much for listening. And again, if you have any thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey, hit us up on the website. And if not, then we will catch you next time. Um, Say a Resident Evil iconic line, gentlemen, as your sign-off, please. The red herb connects to the green herb. (laughs) I'll accept it. All right. Thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Good night. Bye. Resident Evil will be in my top game of the year list as long as it's the top 72 games of the year that we're doing. <laughs> I, I defy you to finish 72 games this year, sir. <laughs> you have to do it now. Yeah.